Hey everyone, just quickly right before we start the episode, Joe here from the future. We are switching to a bi-weekly basis for season two, which means that uh, there's going to be an episode every two weeks, just because that works better with our schedules. But that's all from me, so please, let's get back into the episode. Enjoy. It's a good one. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We have a great show planned for you tonight. Though beware, fire, death, and references to intentional starvation lie within. The fire may be particularly troubling for some audience members. This and all of our following acts will feature a deep apiarist who is constantly inhabited and followed by bees. If you are made uncomfortable by depictions of bee-related body horror, we encourage you to avoid this arc. Now, let us begin. Hello, and welcome to Echoes of the Undercity, Season 2, Encore. I am your Game Master, Joe, and I will be, hopefully, for the rest of the season, arc, campaign, and I am joined with, as always, my players. You didn't say your pronouns. My pronouns are she, her, Martina. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Rio, will you please introduce I'm yourself? <laughs> Hello, I'm Rio. My pronouns are she, her. I play the Drow Incarnadine, Carmina, whose pronouns are also she, her. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Martina. My pronouns are she, her. And I play the Alfir Deep Apiarist Truck, whose pronouns are he, him. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm Dylan. I'm going last. This is new. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. And I'm playing the Deadwalker Knoll, Zachariah. They use any pronouns. Just use whatever. If this is your first time listening to Echoes of the Undercity, or anything related to heart, and if you've never played the game before, we actually have made and uploaded, hopefully, at this point, an introduction uh, episode, I was about to say video, an introduction episode to heart, the rules, and also just our show. Uh, it should be fairly short, and I'll upload the episode that came out before this episode. So, if you want, you can go check that out quickly, but if you're already familiar with the rules or you just don't care, then please keep listening. And before we properly start, can everyone please tell me what their beats for the session are? Carmina's beats this session are uh, receive orders from your masters and do a favor for someone in order to gain leverage over them. Truck's beats are gain access to knowledge that someone tried to conceal and flee from combat or a similarly dangerous situation or hide until it all blows over. Zachariah's beats are set foot where no one has set foot for over a century and rescue someone from peril. We start the arc with a view of this what you can guess is a circus. <gasps> we Oh my god. <laughs> we see the we see the outside of it. It is midday. Not yet evening when you usually perform, when you usually say the performances. It is slightly before that. And we see your preparations. We see the ringleader, who you would know as Milena. Milena's pronouns are she, her. She is a null. You would see her going around the whole place. (laughs) 
and checking in on people. So, shall we start with Carmina, who is outside? I'm assuming you would be at your stalls, or how yeah. do you spell Milena? M I L E N A. Yeah, Carmina is sitting or standing outside. She's unpacking some boxes with. It's not plush material, but it's like some kind of stuffed animal. And all of them are monkeys. And she also has like has cleaned up the old popcorn machine uh, to make sure it's working and it's not gonna put dust in people's popcorns. And yeah, that's what she's doing, just setting up all the things you can buy apart from the tickets. Milena will come to you and she'll pick up one of the plushies that she sees and say, Are these new? How long... When did you start selling these? They're so weird. Why what do about you, them? Where did you even get these? They look so... I feel like it's staring into my soul. Honestly, I don't know who your provider is, but I hope I never meet them. Uh, whatever. Do your thing. Make sure you just earn money. I don't care enough. Who else would be outside in this area during this time? Be, uh, let me give you actually more of an idea. Okay, so what the actual place looks like. So there's the big tent where the uh, inside the actual circus stuff happens. Uh, behind it, there's two small little hut thingies. Very, like, quickly built. Very easily destroyable, but very, like small places. One is, you would know, is for Milena, her, like, office, whatever. And the other is sort of like the break room for all the performers or whoever else, just in between, if they want to chill, if they want to, I don't know, eat lunch, you know, break room. However, if you decide that, you know, you live in this place, if you decide that you live nearby, then you can say that you're still in your home, you haven't come yet, or whatever. Since there's still a little bit until you arrive. I'm imagining there's, like, this tiny wooden cart that's almost like a cage made of wood. And so it has, like, the vertical prison bars, like, surrounding something so you can look in. And then there's, like, a wooden top. It's not too fancy. And it looks like it rolls around so it's easy to move. But it's parked somewhere. And then out inside is Zachariah. And outside is a sign that says, haven't eaten for... X number of days. Interesting. Okay. And that's right outside the tent or I would I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere. That's what Zachariah's doing though. Zachariah's a like like dead, right? Like that's like the thing with the dead walker. A dead No yes. no. <laughs> like, no. Like they're actually physically dead. It's just not just the in the class. No, they're eight. still alive. It's just they should have died. Okay. As we see Carmina and as we just saw Carmina and Zachar, Carmina, can you please just tell me about your character? Right. Some things that we would know from looking at you or just some basic information that any acquaintance would know. Carmina is a fairly tall drow on account of her having replaced her legs with horse legs. <laughs> she wears a, a very red... All of her clothes are red, basically. Some of them have are gilded at the edges. She also has a lion tail, a pair of antlers that you can see that she is clearly grafted onto her skull, and a pair of goat eyes instead of her own eyes that she had before, presumably. Carmina's acquaintances would call her very performatively nice to people. Like, I don't think she's actually actively rude, but she comes off as it because she doesn't really feel genuine, and usually isn't. Uh, but she's not doesn't like generally have spite towards other people. She's just we love that. <laughs> yeah, 
and Zachariah. As far as appearance goes, Zachariah is a fairly tall knoll who's probably like, this is, I am imagining, probably far too small of a space for him to be in. So he's probably like curled up in this tiny little cart thing. And he looks emaciated, as if he's been doing this act for quite a while. I would say normally he would be wearing clothes that would basically tell you he does not care how he appears to other people. But as he is performing right now, he is wearing some probably sparkly jumpsuit or something to draw attention. Ooh. Love that. Um, Zachariah is a fairly quiet knoll who just generally minds their own business and just will be kind in passing, but typically doesn't seek out anything more than just kind interactions with others at best. Awesome. Okay, so Milena will come up to you after she has that two-sentence interaction with Carmina. She'll come up to you and sort of, like, put, <laughs> like, slap the top of your cage or whatever. <laughs> like, all right, bud, make sure you don't faint. It's still a while until your performance, all right? And she'll just walk away. Zachariah silently gives a thumbs up after she walks away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. <laughs> Where would Truck be at this moment? I imagine that something has broken. Something that's uh, pretty vital for the show to go. I'm imagining like maybe like one of the fastenings that holds one of the big spotlights in the tent or something. And I think Truck mm -hmm. is uh, frantically rushing around his little... What should you call it? Like area of operations trying to figure out a way to somehow get this light to stand where he needs it to stand because it's a show in like two hours and he needs to get this done before then. And to describe Truck's little area of operations, essentially imagine a big circus tent, right? You have like the places where people sit and you have a big podium where people, what's it called? Stage? A stage. And then you gotta have someone who's like, make sure that the light and the sound is good and like make sure that the performers can get off and on the stage and stuff like that. That's Truck. That's what he does. I don't know if this was something that he built himself or if this is something that, that like someone else built for him, but he essentially has like a suspended little You know how on boats you would have like the place where the lookout stands and looks with a big like look looking glass and yeah, keeps, uh, high keeps up an eye on out. The ladder. Yeah, high up in the top of the ship. If you can imagine that in a circus tent and it's hanging from the top of the tent by like chains, mm -hmm. that's essentially what Trucks got. And from there he has a very complicated network of like ropes and riggings that he can use to essentially manipulate all of the lights in the entire tent and he has like cloth fastened on the side of the tent that he can like pull up and down so that he can like make it dark inside the tent and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that so that's where he's at that that's what he's at that's what he's up to and can you describe me truck please truck is an alfier uh, he's pretty short he has brown skin and dark hair that's chin length pretty much and he has uh, very big, curious eyes that are framed by even bigger round glasses. And he is, at any and all times, accompanied by at least five bees. Sometimes more. On very rare occasions, less. But always, like, you can just... There's just a general aura of some bees always following him around. And most people just kind of don't know what's up with that. Well, Milena will come back into the tent and from the bottom of the metal ladder, very long ladder, she'll just sort of yell at you like, Truck! 
How's it going up there? Badly. I'm gonna, I'm shouting back. Five of my chains have broken. Milena, we need to buy more. We needed to buy more two months ago. I don't know what you're talking about, Chuck. They work fine. They've been working fine. You fix them in like two minutes. You're great. I think you. she says that, and then you, she can just hear a very audible sound of metal snapping and something crashing to the floor, and Truck just screams very loudly of just frustration into the ceiling, and then he's I'll just like, just, I, I don't have time for this, leave! I'll just, I'll just check back in on you later, You, I'm sure you'll fix it, because you're great, you're my best employee! You're doing great! Yeah, okay. Uh, he swears again, like, <laughs> at the sky, and then he rushes off to go fix the new thing that just fell. At that, she's just gonna walk away saying the same things of, like, Yep, you're doing great! You know, it's, it's absolutely perfect! <laughs> and then just some other excuses of, like, Listen, I don't have a budget to fix what's not broken! Clearly it works fine, so whatever. And she's gonna walk out and, uh... You're fixing it, so I'm not gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, and by the way, could you tell me how you fix it generally? How you fix things? I think a lot of it is probably just duct tape and hope, honestly. But also, one of my abilities as a deep apiarist is something that's called uh, a perfect machine. And it allows me to gain the technology domain. And it also has the following ability. Given time, you can repair technological devices, even if you don't have the right parts. You synthesize them from wax and extruded bone. So essentially, I think what Truck is doing to fix these, all of this machinery is he's anything that isn't like in the view of the audience, he's creating replacement parts from bone and wax and with the, with the help of his mm-hmm. bee friends. For those of you who actually like work here, I think probably over the course of uh, the few years that Truck has worked for the circus, uh, I think like 60 to 80% of like all of the metal and like technology parts have been replaced by this weird bone and wax amalgamation. <laughs> it's just kind of horrifying to look at the, the nitty gritty tech stuff. So most people just don't want to do that and just leave it to Truck, which is makes him even more stressed and overworked. Oh, whoever's outside will see Milena just walk out and go back into her office, and then you'll see another co-worker, performer, who you would know by the name of Blessed Be Your Call. This is an elfier who has been working for the circus, I think, I'm pretty sure, longer than Truck has, and they, uh, their pronouns are they, them. Blessed Be Your Call will go up to, you would see the, them go up to Adrian, she they who were juggling with were just practicing juggling you would see that they're pretty good at it but at once in a while they're like after like the fifth one added to the the juggle they're mm. like it's a practice you know it's a practice you'll see them have a little short chat and then be as some people would call them or bless or who knows maybe even call it depends on the person what they refer to them as, uh, will walk away, and then Adrian will continue practicing. Zachary, you will notice this. Carmina, probably also, since you're both outside. Awesome. Uh, so Adriana is still outside juggling, right? Adrian. Adrian. My bad. Yes. Ah. So I think Zachariah will notice that they're juggling, and then, like, look at them, wait for them to, like, make eye contact, and then give a slight smile and wave. Adrian will similarly just, like, 
I'll be juggling and then try to wave at you and then all the, <laughs> the things will just fall out of their hands and because they're they're waving. They're not mm-hmm. juggling anymore. Yeah. They need two hands to juggle. <laughs> I distracted them. I do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's that little embarrassing thing where Zachariah is like, I guess I'll just look away now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking like, do we have someone in this uh troop that might be using chains in their act somehow? Just because I think it would be really fun to just hound some random NPC for chains that I can use to fix the lights. Well, there's definitely <laughs> other performance performers. Yeah. This isn't everyone. It's a fairly employed <laughs> circus. Um, I um, imagine Zachariah probably would for one of their tricks. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, about one and a half minutes after uh, Milena leaves, <laughs> leaves truck, he's like, fuck this, it's not happening. This, I need better materials. And I think he has, like, a big ladder that he can, like, climb down, like, four steps at a time. Like, almost, like, jump down and just, like, yeah. down from this big um, lookout position that he has. And he... Slide on, slide down on the side of the ladder? <laughs> yes. Like a pole? Yes. So I'm gonna make a beeline for Zachariah's uh, little cart thing. And I'm just, you're just gonna see a very frantically running truck, and then, like, maybe 10 meters away from you, where you are, he, like, stops and takes a deep breath, and then he, like, walks the other way, the rest of the way very quickly. Uh, and he comes up to you and he's like, Hi! Zachariah! My friend! Zachariah waves at you. How are you doing? What's up? Um, hungry? Good. I, listen, I need a favor. Do you have the chains with you in your, uh, with, with you? Uh, not in here. You, I've seen you use chains before in things. Are you planning on doing that now? Or like in in tonight? It's not essential to my act. Good, because I I really need them. Listen, every single one of the chains that are connected to the, like, the big studio lights have rusted at the same time. Every single one. And- Oh. That That's thing is gonna come down, and Milena has not been giving me materials, and I don't want to crush her audience. Please tell me I can have your chains. Please. Sure, I can use rope instead. Where are they? I keep them in that tent over there. I think she points to, like, one of the um tents that is, that you said, Joe, that is just, like, set up and clearly comes up and down all the time. Like, there's the one that uh, is Milena's, like, quote-unquote office, and then there's the other one. Right, yeah, no, that's not a tent. That's just, like, a hut that's yeah. built, like, badly, but it works. In well. that hut. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna just, like, nod and then sprint away to grab those chains and use them to set up the big spotlights. As you sprint away, I think we'll see a person who... Carmina, you would recognize as one of the messengers who works for your master. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would see them come up to you. They seem like they were sprinting, but they will come up to you once and and they'll say, "Hi, <clears throat> hello, darling." Oh, oh God, I told you not to do that. I'm here. Uh, there's a pulse coming up, so as always, I'm here. Mm-hmm. What's your report what's been happening i was meant to come here way earlier but i got caught up what's happening well sweetheart um stop please i have been setting up a lot of merchandise 
people are gonna come here and they're gonna flock to see these little monkeys and she holds one up and it like very with very uncomfortably realistic monkey eyes the rest of it looks like like kind of a plush monkey but yeah the eyes are weird it's like they're gonna sell like butter this person who i'm just gonna randomly call uh amira mm-hmm. they'll oh, yes. like they're just gonna be staring into the eyes i just like can't look away yeah gripping aren't they anyway uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know where you get these but <laughs> I have resources. Captivating. Very. So, yeah, basically everything is going great. Uh, you can tell Sir Owen that it's not time to move yet. Right. <clears throat> well, anyway, at that point they can, like, like shake their hand and look away from the monkey. They'll just look at you and... Right. Um, okay, well, um, it's, it's gonna get dark fairly soon, so I'm oh. gonna be staying at one of the inns. Uh, so I'll be here until tomorrow in case something changes. Just make sure to wrap up all the earnings and such, and I'll come pick them up tomorrow morning. Of course, of course. I have the payment ready, so don't worry about it. And Amir will walk away. Where do you keep payment and, like, p- things people pay you during the day? I think Carmina probably has, like her own little thing set up somewhere. Like her house? Yeah, like, like, I mean, obviously it's not as good as a house because it's set up to be, like, practical rather than comfortable, which Carmina doesn't enjoy, but she'd rather, like, have a place where she knows she can keep the money safe. It's like a, like, basic, basically her own little shed. And where is that? I guess. Uh, it's a bit away from the circus, but it's, like, close enough that she can walk over to it yeah like walk over in a few minutes if needed but like moment to moment like someone pays you for popcorn or whatever you're not gonna immediately run back so where'd you keep that i i mean that she just has like a big bag for where like on her person what if they give you resources though like big things uh i mean it's a big bag (laughs) If, if it gets full she's gonna run like put up like a sign that says temper like Back in ten or something. Ba- back soon, uh, and just drop it off. But she's not like she. She doesn't really ha- like. She wouldn't trust in like anyone okay. to keep her things. Like she definitely okay. wants to keep a track of them herself. Well, I think after this, you'll see just sort of a montage of the next hour or so as all the preparations are being done, as truck is fixing things and such. The 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 sun will set, and Milena will come out once more. You'll see Adrian just chilling around somewhere, maybe eating some pop- popcorn or whatever. <laughs> but Milena will come out and she'll she'll be dressed in her usual ringleader attire, which is very extra. She's got the hat, she's got the cane, she's got... It's very, like, red and, you know, imagine a ringleader, it's that. I love it. She's gonna come out and she'll say, All right, everyone, let's get ready. The show is about to come on. Adrian, go get ready. You're on soon. Everyone else, well, you know what to do. And she'll go back inside the tent. Zachariah, you know that you have a two-man show earlier on in the act, the performance, the day. Mm -hmm. uh, But you also have on your own show later on. But first, it is going to be Adrian. So during the act, where is everyone? During when the whole thing starts? Up in my thing managing the lights, I assume. Okay. 
And Carmina? As soon as everyone has started to like get into her seatings, she puts out a like puts up a, a sign that says like be back soon and basically stands at a place that she can sort of look into the circus in case so she sees someone is like about to leave or like in case someone drops something that she can pick up or uh, stuff like that but also have like be able to run back to her stand if needed or like if someone is late or whatever or if someone you know wants to buy stuff uh zachariah is still in that like tiny wooden cart prison because when they start performing they're gonna wheel out the cart and then they're gonna climb out of it and then perform and then go back in i see by the way carmina there is you can see a little bit of a wind starting as it's uh, the evening is approaching so you do want to take some measures so your merchandise doesn't flow away or whatever yeah, yeah if there's gonna be like wind she's gonna put away like most things down into boxes again and like mostly have like one of each yeah like a, a few things on display and then then say like ask for ask for Kermit going quickly <laughs> yeah yeah that's great half actually. off that's, that's exactly do you think Carmina has like a 50% off sign that she puts up but she doesn't actually change the prices yeah yeah for sure. <laughs> Limited edition. Yeah. The limit is, is very high, but it's limited. Yeah. <laughs> That's illegal in most countries. Welcome that to is... the heart. If you can imagine a shaded business practice, Carmina does that. Well, Zachariah, there is only one entrance to the tent, uh, inside the tent. It's like, but there was like a backstage area. Right. So if your performance it's probably is coming po- up. Like they probably wheeled it in like earlier before the performance and wheeled his cart backstage. And then they'll yeah. wheel it out. Which, by the way, honestly, truck. One of the things truck probably told Milena is probably to just add a second entrance because yeah. it's just so awkward seeing all the performance just a second come in entrance and out. or three in case of a fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see all the performance just coming in and out all the time. It's very awkward, but yeah. So you you can be sort of in the if you want, you can be in the backstage or just wait outside. But now, let's start the show. And that is both me and Milena saying, because she comes out with her whole thing. The audience had been collecting throughout the last half hour or so. It's filled. Honestly, this circus is fairly popular. And considering it's in, like, tier one, there's uh, enough people to come here. Mm -hmm. Um... It's fairly near Derelictus, so there's a few people that pop down from the spire. <laughs> I don't think I don't think people from the spire casually pop down to the heart. Ghosts on vacation yeah, in the heart. You see Milena come out in her old wonderful attire. She's holding her cane. She like throw it in the air and then catch it as a before it twists in the air a couple times, and she'll say. Okay, this is the part where we come up for the name of this haven. Oh. Because I never did. Oh. The name of the circus, or? It's very small. It's basically just a haven for the circus, honestly. If it's if it's a city that's kind of built around uh, the circus? It's not so much built around a circus. It's more that it was like an extremely small town that had nothing going on for it. And then the circus opened, and that's the only thing it's known for. So basically, people probably just called the town after the circus. Exactly. So you can... Also name the circus yeah. as you name the town. That's what I was going to say. Either it's circus. that or it's like the circus and then they've just like stuck on town at the end because there it, it, there mm-hmm. was a proper name like a while ago, but no one ever remembered it. So they were just like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, the circus sure. and then it's a circus town. Yeah, but like, what's the name of the circus? Oh, I really want, I really want Splendiferous to be in the name because I fucking love that word. <laughs> what if, okay, so the, the actual name of the, of the circus is Circus Splendiferous. 
no one can say that because it's a fucking tongue twister. So mm-hmm. everyone just calls it like the circus or the splendiferous. Okay. Maybe only the person who actually uses the actual name is the ring, like the ringleader Milena. when she when she like does the introduction. Mm-hmm. She's she's like the only person who can say circus splendiferous without like tripping up on it. Wonderful. What the hell does splendiferous mean? <laughs> it means good, I think. Extraordinary or showily impressive. Aha, uh-huh. yes, that's it. Okay. <clears throat> good evening, esteemed guests, and welcome to Circus Splendiferous. And essentially, before every show, basically every single evening, Milena starts the show with a small but still too long story of how she built the circus. Incredible. She tells this story of coming from the spire to the heart, seeing the negativity, seeing the sorrow, and wanting to bring joy to the people, and starting from nothing, and she built the circus, and she has this family of performers now and they're all wonderful and she tells that story it takes like a minute to tell but it's still way too long and boring and most of the people that come to the show come every night or every other night it's the same people they've heard it a million times they say it word by word with her but she finishes that and says now for the first act please welcome the magnificent the awe-inspiring Adrian! And then the lights truck. What would the lights do? That's your... Uh, what, what's Adrian's act? So it's a rope mm-hmm. client, walking Ooh, thing. Okay. It's a long rope and then she walks on Okay, it. so I think, like, I imagine that she does some kind of, like, hand motion and Milena does, like, when she's doing this and all the lights are focused on her and then as soon as she says Adrian, the entire tent goes completely black. And then only, like, two studio lights that are kind of set up to be on this rope turn on, and it's just complete darkness, except for these two lights that are just focused on where Adrian is currently gonna do uh, the rope act. Yeah, Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna smile as she hears that, and they're gonna start. they're gonna start walking on the rope, and then they'll have, like... Things where they pretend like, oh, I'm about to fall off. Oh, oh no. But they don't really. They might even juggle a little while standing on the rope just to really show off. And at the end of the thing, they'll finish it off by... How will they finish it off? Do you want a suggestion? That's like sure. extra as fuck. I was gonna say that they like like they they jump off the rope and like jump the last few centimeters, and at the same time they cut the rope, so it kind of falls away be- beneath them. That's fucking annoying for whoever needs to put the rope back up. Every yeah, night. <clears throat> truck. Probably <clears throat> me. <laughs> truck, yeah. That's why I said it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll go with that. And uh, to top it all off. She's going to jump off the rope. She's going to try to lessen the blow by, I don't know, doing something that physics does. And she'll (laughs) cut the rope off as she does that, which will make it separate in two halves and go to the sides. The audience cheers like five people because everyone else has seen this same act like five million million times. But it's very loud cheers nonetheless. After Adrian goes backstage, we'll see Truck's performance, which is... I have an act that I do uh, sometimes. Let's say I'm doing it tonight because I want to do it. (laughs) It's fun. 
basically Truck does like fire eating, but he does like a homebrew version of fire eating because he doesn't actually know how it works. So he what he basically does is he does the same kind of like turn shit into wax and bone thing that he does to his machines, but he does that to himself, like his mouth, so he doesn't burn himself. But to the outsider, it just looks like he does like really, really, really intense fire eating. And I don't think he even goes backstage. I think he sets up his the lights for his own performance because no one else is gonna fucking do that. Uh, and then he just like jumps down like with on his ladder and just like that's how he appears on stage. Are you gonna go back up? To and then he stage? has to climb back up the ladder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Afterwards, he just does a big bow and then he just runs back like into the darkness to climb up the ladder again because he has to get ready the lights ready for the next performance. <laughs> the next two performances are simply going to be. Blessed be your call. Who, by the way, you've known for a fair long time. Truck, you've known them longest because they were yeah. working for the circus, as I already said, longer yeah. than you. And they're pretty friendly. Like, like they're very likable. So they're f- decently good friends with basically everyone. And um, yeah, they don't mind you using basically any nickname for them. So okay. blessed be your call. Use any part of the name. Some people call them B. Some people call them Bless. Some people call them Call. How do you refer to them? I think I would have probably asked. And if they don't mind, uh, then I think I call them B. I think Zachariah is too afraid to ask and uses their full name. <laughs> Every time. Yes. Nice. Carmine, uh uses call. Okay. Generally, Blessed Be Your Call has a lot of also impressive acts like Adrian's or Truck's or Zachariah's, but some days they just choose to do a very sweet, cute act with their pet monkey, who they call Flower, and it's just a very sweet act of them giving the monkey some treats or, like, having them close their eyes or just simple commands uh, such as, um, I don't know, fetch or run around, or come on my shoulder. Okay, important or, question. Is the monkey, or are Carmina's- Wearing a costume. That, too. Is the monkey wearing a costume? Yes. Wonderful. Um, He's wearing a little hat. Oh, yes. Falls off. Oh, yes. Okay, also, are Carmina's monkey plushies na- made yes. after this They're monkey? They're made in flowers like Fantastic. The rest of the body isn't that close, but if you look at the eyes, they're like- Really eerily <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, yep. exactly that. Uh huh. Wonderful. Love to hear it. The next act will be Zachariah. Oh, Zachariah! I want to have a stage name. Oh, yes. Okay. I don't know if What's anyone else name? has one, but their stage name is the Spider. Love the it. Spider. Yeah. Nice. Well, a- we already introduced Adrian, and they don't have one. But also, like she, she's new uh, too. She's very new. Adrian yeah. and the Spider is a great duo name. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. Adrian and the Spider. Oh my gosh! The next performance is going to be with the Spider and Adrian, and they are going to be performing a swinging trapeze act, which you know, fairly simple. Everyone knows it. So they wheel Zachariah out in the cart, and then. Adrian opens it, and Zachariah's being all dramatic, like, ugh, I can't. Hand on forehead, <laughs> like, laying down, acting too tired to get up, and then Adrian just, like, yanks them out of the, um, little cage after opening it, and then they do, like, the cartoonish, like, t- tumbling, like, where they do, like, two or three <laughs> somersaults, and then just, like, lay on the ground, and then, like, they get yanked up again, and then it's, like, 
that overly cartoonish thing. And then eventually they do climb up and start doing the trapeze act. Hell yeah. After the end of your act, you'll see Adrian just run out of the tent since that was their last performance. You are on next, but before that, um, Milena is going to come out again and tell yet another wonderful story. Maybe they'll sing, who knows. But she's going to, after that, I think, um, Carmina, what are you doing right now? Uh, I think at this point, Carmina is like, like, what is the audience sitting on? Just like pillows and stuff okay, on the floor. Okay. It's like a carpet. It's like a carpet. They're not sitting on the ground, on like the straight up ground. There's a carpet and they're, they're sitting on mm. pillows. How stuff. is this circus this shitty? <laughs> it's not, it's I thought nice. we were famous. It's the, it's the heart. What other okay, circus are you going to yeah. find? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how are we not making more money? I guess no one has money in the heart. Okay, in that case, I think Carmina is like, I don't, I think she's just watching. I don't, I don't think she's like trying to do anything right now. Is she inside? Is she in the tent? Yeah. Okay, who's tenting the stalls? Uh, she's left one of those, uh, be back in a bit signs. Because at this point, I think she's used to there not being that many customers. So she just closes up shop anyway. Okay, cool. Zachariah, will you please describe your solo wonderful act? This is a great point because we have like the one point that's like the climax of the act, but nothing that leads up to it because it's got to be like a few minutes, right? Well, as I said, the ringleader, you know, the, the Milena definitely has a little performance of her own mm-hmm. beforehand. I think one of the things that uh, Zachariah does is the act where they tie themselves up. Com- someone comes out and ties them up completely and then they escape while they're doing something else. Like, they're holding a pole on their nose, and then while they're doing that, they're, like, also trying to escape from, like, how they're tied up, and then- And this is what they would use the chains for. Yes. That's what the chains are for, and then once they get untangled, they're like, someone take these ropes off me, and then a bunch of people come out, grab the ropes, and tie them to something, and then they fire a cannon at Zachariah, and Zachariah has, like- cartoonishly afraid expression i want to emphasize that like normally they don't have like emphasized expressions but while they're performing it's like very cartoonish like big smiles and everything and then uh, right before the cannonball hits zachariah they enter the gray which i guess i should describe because this is a new concept that has never happened in the podcast as a Deadwalker, Zachariah has the ability to enter the Grey, and within the Grey, the world is a shadowy echo of its living counterpart. Some souls linger here, awaiting their eternal reward, but for the most part, it is grim, empty, and monochrome. For more information on the traveling- yeah, you know. Uh, anyway. So it's- what is it? So it's like- uh, a limbo space. Yes. And essentially... It. But it, it is a copy. It's sort of like the... Ins- mm-hmm. on, what's it called? Inside out? Underneath? What are upside the down. Stranger Things? Upside down. It's like the upside down Stranger Things where everything is like... A, it, it looks... Everything mm-hmm. it looks like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. real world, but it's very grim. And Zachariah has the ability to enter it instantaneously, essentially, mm-hmm. on their own. And so once they do that, it's like the circus is gone. Almost. Like, it's crumbling huts, and then the tattered tent, like, torn completely in half. But there's no cannonball there, so they shift in, and then they shift right back to the cheering crowd. Before that happens, before you shift right back to the cheering crowd, I think 
when you're about to be hit by what are you hit being hit by again? A cannonball, I think. And that's like a proper cannonball. Yes, they're probably like tied up against a board, and then you can see the hole in the board afterward, and that's part of the act. Do you think there's like a hole in the tent, and it's just like <laughs> the cannonball just flies out, and they're just I like think there's like some mattresses like- that truck has to put up every performance. <laughs> <laughs> To actually catch it. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. Let it never yes. be said that I don't love to torture my characters in this show. <laughs> this poor man. Oh, uh, yeah. I think what happens is a little bit before, as you're like making your dramatic gasp faces of, oh my god, I'm so scared. What the audience will see that you won't see is the back of the tent behind you catches fire. Oh, shit. Oh? Carmina, you will see this. Truck, you will see this. The rest of the audience will see this. However, a lot of the audience aren't, don't seem to be scared. I think a lot of them assume it's part of the act. And when you go into the gray, how long are you in there? Just for half a second? Like half a second. The smallest amount of time, because while they're in the gray, they have like a shadowy form, and so they don't want it to be too obvious. Even that, I think even in that half a second... The fire will spread to, like, to your sides, the te- the sides of the tent. When you appear back, you will see, and you could probably guess that because of the beeswax, it is extremely flammable. So the whole tent caught is burning because of a little fire from the Hot back of the tent. Hot wax is just melting. Oh, no. Slowly you can see the audience starting to look around, starting to be worried, asking, murmuring, like... Is this, is this, are you sure this is part of the act? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I was here yesterday. This, this didn't happen. Maybe it's something new. I don't know. Zachariah has, like, the subdued look of fear, which means it's true fear. <laughs> you will see a lot of the people start to stand up and try to walk up because it's a lot of extremely unorganized. It's also smoky, I imagine. Out. Yeah, and the entrance isn't very... Oh, it isn't very big for God knows whatever reason. I don't know what Milena was thinking, honestly. But the entrance isn't that big, and a lot of people will try to run out, but they can only get like one people out at a time. Oh God! And people are falling down. It's 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 turning into a bit of a chaos. Truck, Carmina, Zachariah, what are you doing? I think as soon as she saw all the fire, she like dashed out. And it's basically gonna, just going to make sure her merchandise is fine. What, when you were in the audience, were you right yeah. next to the exit? She, she, like, she never strays, like, goes that far from the exit in case she needs to go back to her stalls. Okay. Okay. In that case, I'll just let you just mm-hmm. run out. Mm-hmm. When you go out, it is a lot of strong wind. And you can see part of why the oh, fire s- spread mm-hmm. so quickly was because the wind was, you know, mm-hmm. blowing the fire and spreading it around. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that it's not just the tent that's catching fire, it's a lot of the huts and such and the stalls that are around it as well. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. okay. For now, they're not, like, fully burning down because, but it's, it's, they're mm-hmm. made of wood, buddy, so. Carmina just immediately bolts for her little hut shed. I think it's more of a shed. Anyway, just make sure that she gets her earnings out on like a um, on a wheelbarrow and heads for uh, where the messenger said that they would meet up. So I think truck. I think he takes like a split second to move like the big stage light, so it's like pointing in the direction of the door, essentially to try to like illuminate the the door area as much as possible and. 
I know that we talked about that I had essentially like kind of like an escape rope set up that was connect went like connected like from my tech area to a tree on the outside of the tent essentially so I could get out. Is that still a viable escape option for me? It absolutely is. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So I would like to use that. Like just so, like just to describe it again properly. Mm-hmm. What it is is right next to because a truck is so high up there basically like the, the ceiling of yeah. the tent. Yeah. There is a little pocket area with like a cutout of the fabric and the, it's a pocket area and there's a rope tied to it that is the other end of it is tied to a tree next to the tent so they can swing out of the yeah. tent if needed. Yeah, so I can essentially like get to that tree and then climb the tree down instead of like yes. climbing my ladder. So I would very much like to do that. Uh, I don't know if that's going to require a roll or anything. Um, I don't think it will, because this is something you probably do a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I would like to make a beeline for, like, the employee area hut, essentially. Because I have left all of my maps and blueprints in there. And those are very flammable, so I need to go get those. In that case, Zachariah, the only one in the tent... I think that Zachariah before had, like, their hands and fists, and that was the only thing actually keeping them in the ropes, and so they just relax their hands and slip out of the ropes. (laughs) And then they immediately- so, how much of the tent is on fire? 60%. Okay. And it's growing. And cat- are there any larger patches near the ground that are not on fire? The ground, the only parts of the ground that were, like, rug was the audience area. The actual stage- is actually we'll probably be made of blood, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say no. Awesome. But you know, you still have the ropes from Adrian's act on the side of the tent that are burning. But I mean, there are also probably chained light fixtures like all over the tent that you might be able yes. to use to act do some acrobatics on. I know, but I'm worried about helping people. <laughs> Anything you do will require an endure roll, by the way, because of the situation. Okay, I figured. Here's a question. Obviously, when I enter the grate, everything is crumbling. But if I enter the grate, is like the tower that truck is on still there? Or is it just collapsed? How I imagine the tent in the grate is that ladder and stuff, it's definitely broken down and like mostly on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but the, is the tower still there? Just that the ladder is broken? Or is the tower also broken? I didn't mean that. But I'm going to say that. The tower is there, but the ladder is broken. Are there any gaps in between, like, the um, the seats? Yeah, there's a different word for it, but you know what I mean. The seats. Is there a... So, like, I imagine it's surrounding the stage. Is there, like, a gap between the different um, benches? Like the pillows? No, like... So I'm imagining, like, wooden structures that are, like, trapezoids, and so they're, like, put together around each other, so it's, like... There are a gap between two of the structures that hold everyone up. The bleachers. That's what I was thinking of, and that's not even the best word for it. I think we said that the the seating is, like, on the ground? It is on the ground. It's like there's a rug, and then there's pillows, and everyone's sitting in pillows. Oh, my bad. That's my bad. I am imagining something completely different. Ah, shit. Then I I need to think of something. When you go into the gray, can't you just mock... Walk slightly towards the left and then... Well, yeah, but I'm trying to help people. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. I think... Okay, (laughs) question. How is the tent 
How is it being held up? Is it wooden scaffolding or is it metal? No, it's or? not. It is metal. It is metal scaffolding. It's a lot of small, you know, tents. It's there is uh, the bottom of the tent is like um, screwed into the ground, and there's mm-hmm. a y and there's a metal line going on the bottom, so it's like shut in place okay. as well. But mostly, it's like a metal skeleton of the tent. Okay. I know what I'm gonna do. So, are there, like, any small children or people who can't move quick that are currently, like, getting left behind? Uh, yes, absolutely. Most of the very small children are being carried by their parents or whatever, but a lot of older people are being left behind, and, um, there's definitely some small children. Okay, so I gather gather up, like, the toddlers and as many of the old folks as I can. How are you gonna gather up the old folks? Just holding their hand? I'm just gonna drag as many of the kids together first because they're the most mobile and then, like, try and grab a few other old people, too. Because I imagine there's, at that point, Zachariah will have, like, a fair amount of people. Okay. Could you please roll me two rolls? One is an Endure... I know this could be Haven, but I feel like a Warren would kind of be good as well since it's, like... It's a lot of people, and if you fail this roll, the stakes are blood, I suppose, because it's it, there's fire, there's smoke. Mm. So please roll an Endure Haven. Do I have either of those? I don't think I do. I have Delve, Evade, and Desolate, so that's 1d10. I rolled a 9, though, so... <laughs> nice! You know, I could... Well, you rolled a 9, but I was about to say you could also roll Evade, because that would also make sense eh. for the fire. But you already rolled a 9, so perfect. It's fine. Now, for the... I'm trying to think of what skill would go with the trying to help people roll. I mean, trying to get through the crowd would probably actually be Evade, wouldn't it? Or compel, to, because yeah. you're trying to convince people that you're I'm just safe. grabbing them. I'm not, like, convincing them. I'm gonna say evade and... Rio, do you think I'm being silly with my Warren idea? No, I don't. I think Warren makes sense. I think for this roll, for sure, roll me an evade Warren roll, please. I rolled two nines, believe it or not. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so you grab a bunch of children, you sort of, I don't know, drag a bunch of older people or whatever, mm-hmm. you're rushing through the crowd trying to not push anyone away but trying to be mm-hmm. carefully go to it and you're doing very well if i do say apparently so yeah okay. apparently and you run out of there you see the, the tent is on fire the stalls are on fire the you can see truck running towards um the break room oh i was you gonna enter Carmina the i was away. gonna enter the gray and then just pull them out that way Okay, well, when you come out of the gray, outside of the tent, that's what Well, it's see. risky to take them into the gray, but I guess if you're just letting me do it, then I guess oh, wait, we just you... do it. I didn't realize that you were taking them into the grave to take them out of the tent. What role do you need to do that? I need to roll Delve plus Religion, and it's risky if I'm doing it quickly and with several people. Do you have Delve? I do. Do you have Religion? No. Okay, well, the role you did was already a 2d10, wasn't it? Yes. So we'll just use that and assume... Okay. You can also see Adrian running back, running towards the tent, um, holding just, like, a bucket of water, and they look very scared. Okay, well, I've saved some people. That's good, at least. Uh. I think let's check back in with Truck as you run to the break room. Yes. I think no role for actually running to the break room, but when you're in, I think I'm gonna need an evade 
an evade haven from you to try to get the papers out? I am not going to roll that because I don't have either of those. And I am instead going to activate my core ability for the the calling enlightenment. It's my core ability, uh, unorthodox methods. And it says, you blend together method and madness in pursuit of your goals. Gain the discern skill. Once per session, before you roll dice to resolve an action, instead take state that your result is a six. You succeed, but take stress. I'm not taking any fucking chances with this yeah, roll. Yeah, I was so, gonna say that, I would like to use that. Yes, wonderful. And I was going to say that your stakes are supplies, as you can guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to now roll your stress die, which is, by the way, a d6, because this place is big time on fire. Hell yeah. Well, you got lucky there, because that's a one. Do you have any protection? No. Uh, I mean, I do. I have tomb blood. Uh, But no, I don't have protection. I can't wait to take so much stress in this campaign, y'all. Yeah, Yeah. it's fun. But I managed to save... Like, the only things I really care about are my notes on the Remission Network and my maps of Tier 1, like, where I've been and, like... Basically, my plans for where it could be good to put train lines. Those are the only thing I really care about. And I do manage to get those, right? Absolutely, yes. And I rolled a 9 on the Fallout roll, so you don't get a Fallout. Which is good. Great. Hooray for me rolling stress dice and Fallout dice. First time in this campaign, yay! (laughs) Zachariah. By the way, did I fulfill my beat of saving people from peril? You absolutely did, yes. Heck yeah. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. You did. Okay, so I've helped those people out. I'm gonna let them worry about finding whoever they're with. So the tent is on fire. Is Milena trying to put it out? Or was that- Milena, you don't see Milena. Last time you saw her, she was going into her office in the little hut. And you can see the little hut is in a lot on, on fire. Okay. And then B is the one with the bucket of water trying to put out the fire. No, right? it's Adrian with the Adrian. bucket of water trying okay. to put it out. And then did we see where B went? You do not see B anywhere. Okay. I'll assume they're still in the tent, I guess. No, you were backstage right before the last act. You did not see them come in, go out, anything. Okay. What did they do after their act? They just left. They left the tent? Yeah. Oh, okay. I suppose, Carmina, were you outside at that time? Like, checking the outside from time, like, basically, like, stepping between the tent and... You would see them go behind the tent, but that's it. Okay. I'm not gonna worry about that, then. I'm gonna worry about where Melina went and check on in that hut and see what's going on. Okay, so you run to the office, Melina's office, and when you get close to it, you'll start to hear screams of who you will recognize to be. Plus, it'd be your call. Oh? The door is a little bit on fire, but I think you can probably kick it open or something. Mm-hmm. Will you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, please roll a uh, kill haven? Sure, I'm gonna be rolling a 1d10 probably no matter what. Don't worry about it. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a 10? I'm gonna say- <laughs> Oh my god! Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Well, listen, you kick the door open. Zachariah is too powerful. I was gonna say yeah. the stakes are blood from, like, catching your foot on fire, but it's fine. It's completely okay. It's all good. You come in and you see- It's a fairly small hut. It's sort of the size of just a normal-sized room or whatever. You'll see to your right- uh, fairly close to the exit, you'll see that like a bookcase or two had fallen on Blessed Be Your Call, and they sort of can't move. They're fairly short 
for an elf ear and not particularly strong, so they can't move. And and then towards near their desk, you will also see on their chair Milena, who seems to be not particularly conscious. Oh, okay. And they're being surrounded by fire and smoke. Okay. Blessed be your call will start yelling at you like, Please, please help. I think she, I think she went unconscious because of the smoke. I, I, I don't know if she's still alive or not. Please help s- someone. I don't know. One of us. Please. So, are they across the room from each other? Mm, they're pretty far away, but it's not like. They're not like within arm's reach of each other, obviously. They're not, no. Okay. So I either save Milena or, um, blessed be your call. And Blessed Beer Call is actually nice, so... Milena's bad planning is the reason the fire got yeah. so bad, okay? Hear me out. No, yeah. <laughs> so Milena's older. She's lived a life, you know. She's lived... A- <laughs> is she, she did start the circus, Blessed though. Blessed Beer Call, like, an elf here? Oh, I guess they both are. No, no, no. No, Milena's a gnoll. Yeah, Milena's a gnoll. Oh, okay. I know I can only save one. The worst part. Fuck, I guess I'll save Blessed Beer Call. Ugh. Right, so you, what so, do you do? So fire surrounding them, and they're under bookshelves, a sh- bookshelf that's collapsed on them, right? Yes. And, like, several other things. Yeah, a lot of furniture that are on fire. I don't think that Zakurai is going to re- rely particularly on their strength to help them get out of this situation, so they will grab the hand of Blessed Be Your Call and then try and shift into the gray. Okay, I'm going to need to roll another roll for that. That is a delve plus religion, so that's 2d10 for me. I rolled a 3 and a 4, <laughs> and it's risky, so... Uh, right! Well, you are not able to go into that. I'll roll your d6. Fuck. You got 6 stress! Fuck! Right. If I that's remember blood? correctly, you have 6 stress overall. Uh, yeah, this is it. Is it blood stress, I assume? Uh, yes, the stakes are blood because you are now the fire is there, and it, you, you're in it. You're in it. Oh, you got lucky. I rolled a 12. You do not take fallout. <sighs> okay. Nice. So here's the thing. The best yes. option is still for me to roll. Or wait, is it still for me to roll? It's about the same, I think. Because my option is to roll a risky roll, or to roll a single die and try and lift the bookcase. I would definitely go for the single roll instead of the risky, because yeah. you'd need both dice on the risky roll to be a, at a success, to get a success. In that case, I'm going to attempt to lift the bookcase off of Blessed Be Your Call. What the hell is that roll still Like, needed? endure? I was thinking endure. Endure yeah. haven? No, yeah, that's a good point. Endure is great. Endure and haven, please. Still 1d10, but the stakes are still blood, I assume? The stakes are still blood. Okay. I rolled an eight. <laughs> oh my god, thank god. Okay. <laughs> right, so could you describe how you do this then? I think it requires the help of Blessed Be Your Call to lift the bookshelf, so I count to three and we both heave it off of them. And it's like barely enough that they can like squeeze out and crawl out. And then I'm assuming at that point the fire is too out of control for me to get to Malena. If you want to do that, that would be a dangerous roll and also no guarantee that she's still alive. Okay. If it were dangerous, I would have literally no chance. You would, so you would need to roll a 10 to succeed. Yeah. And you would still take stress. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to decide to leave Malena behind. 
to die in the fire. This choice will have consequences. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Truby or Call will remember this. Truby or Call? Truby or Call? Truby or Call. Blessed be your Call. Blessed be your Call. I'm sorry. Blessed be your Call was the one who had a pet monkey, right? Yes. <laughs> was that also in the hut? No, I forgot to mention, so I'm going to choose to decide that they were not in the hut. Well, there's a chance that that monkey didn't fucking die in a fire. <laughs> I'm worried about the person first, but... I'm not. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> no. I'm worried about both of them, but I mainly worry about pets. Speaking of being worried, as soon as I get my equipment, I would like to uh, find a place to hide that's away from the fire. I think just purely running away from the area will mm-hmm. be enough. Mm-hmm. And because okay, cool. I don't see you needing... This feels unfair, but I don't feel like you need a roll for this because you ran out pretty quickly. And the area of the tent that you were at wasn't on fire yet because it's the other end of the tent. And you had the tree, which was fairly like far away, and you just started sprinting, so... I feel like I don't need you to roll like a run roll or whatever. I think you can yeah, just yeah, yeah. run away. Is there a specific place sense. you're going to? Like your place or something? No, I just want to I just want to get away from the fire because I'm terrified of like because it's windy, right? Yes. I'm terrified of like some ambers catching on uh yeah, yeah, the yeah. papers, which I don't think I have them in anything. I think I just have armfuls of papers and like books and like leather-bound journals because I didn't have time to pack them so i just need to get away from that so that's not an issue anymore mm-hmm. essentially and if i remember correctly this is a beat yes this is a beat okay so flee from combat or a similarly dangerous situation and if i also remember correctly dylan you had a beat you uh, you finished uh, completed a beat so both of you can you tell me what abilities you took for those so i gained the ability deathless which is i gained the endure skill and then i can also roll endure plus religion to ignore the effects of ongoing minor blood or echo fallout and the end of the situation. I picked the deep apiarist skill, Many Eyes, and it says each of your companions is a vessel for your sight. Gain the discern skill. When you stand still and close your eyes, you can see through the eyes of any of your bees, allowing them to spy across corners and look into closed spaces. You can't control the bees directly, but you have enough at your disposal to cover the area around you. So I get to look at through the eyes of my bees. Oh, and then I refresh the d6, because I have the legendary core ability. Oh, you could do adventure! Oh my god, Yeah, that's so I'm weird. the adventure caller. I was like, wait, do more than one whatevers have the that refresh ability? And then I remember, no, you're just adventure, which was the same as read. Yeah. Okay. I got a five, so that is only nice. one blood stress. Awesome. Hell yeah. That is very good. Rio. Mm-hmm. That's my name. As you're... Yes. As you're running away from the tent, you will just, if you want to look back, you'll see it burn more and more. The fire is certainly there. Mm -hmm. You will run back to the inn that you know that your associate is at. And when you get there, I think they'll just probably be at the lobby Mm -hmm. because the rooms are shitty. And the lobby is better to stay at. Right. <laughs> just sit at. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Carmina just runs in, looks over at the messenger and says, Change of plans. The circus is on fire. The circus is on fire? Yep. They're gonna go out of the pill of the, the inn and just look out and like, Huh. The circus is on fire. Yes. So what, you're just gonna come back? Get a new assignment? I don't really give you the jobs, you know? Yeah. 
No, I have the payment here. I, I just wanted to know that I brought it because can't really keep it there in case it burns. That would be very right. bad. Uh, yes, of course. And uh, they'll take it from you and they'll just say, listen, bud. Yes, darling. Uh, fucking hell. I just go and figure out if they're going to rebuild the circus or something. I don't. This is not my job to figure out what you're supposed to do. Okay? Yeah, I know. I just I'll talk to you tomorrow. Just try to fix it. Okay. Come come talk to me tomorrow. Yeah. This is not my job, okay? I'm not making it your job. I'm just delivering the payments. Yes, and that's all I need to do. Nothing yes, else. exactly. People keep trying to make me decide things for them. I don't. I'm not going to do that. I did not do that. What are you talking about? Okay, fine. Go fix it. I'm on my way. They'll <laughs> <laughs> sit back down and continue eating their pretzels or whatever. Is it one big pretzel or many small ones? One big pretzel. Pretzel. They bought it from Carmina. Carmina <laughs> said, I'll give you a deal. Normally, it's price higher than I normally sell it yeah. for. But for you, it's yeah. the normal price. <laughs> for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah for sure. So what are you, are you going to run back, Carmina? Uh, I think Carmina looks around the haven and like, like basically tries to find a gathering spot where there might be people. And basi- basically, what Carmina wants to do is round up a lot of people that can help put out the fire okay so it doesn't spread with water i mean whatever is available i don't know exactly the uh, resources this little place has but uh i'm assuming there's some kind of water or like like people have something to do when a fire happens other than just run away and abandon everything so this is the heart and that is what they do here. So you don't really have a lot of good water sources or like a fire station yeah. or a hose. Yeah, for sure. You can just come with buckets, but it's a tall tent. However, at some point, obviously, the tent fabric starts falling down because it's burning down. Yeah. And you can, I suppose, put out the fabric on fire that is on yeah, the ground I think, and such. Yeah, I think... First and foremost, Carmina's like Carmina's goal right now is make sure the fire doesn't spread to town. And basically, like if the circus burns, it burns. Could you please? My suggestion for rounding up people would be compelled. Compelled, yes, yes. Thank you. That's very good. Please roll me a compel haven, and the stakes are fortune. So that's three d ten, and the highest is a ten. Oh. Nice. That is Girl perfect. Boss. Perfect. The town comes together. The performance that is still alive and all the everyone else, they come together. They bring buckets of water. You see everyone who you know just who's not hurt or dead just pouring water on the rugs and the pillows and the tent and the built and the small huts and such to put them out. And Does she see the monkey? Is the monkey pouring water? When Zakara takes Blessed Be Your Call out of the hut, I think you will. She will probably have like one exchange of like, did you did you see flower? I just I just let them run around. I don't know where they are, but I think at some point they would have probably found found the monkey. Um, Wonderful. Just at, somewhere. Is the monkey alive? <laughs> the monkey is alive. Joe, don't do this to me. The monkey is alive. <sighs> okay. So after some time, as a group, as a collective, you start pouring buckets of water on the fire, you take everything out, and then a lot of people just stand there looking at this skeleton off the tent that is left, 
a lot of the wires and the metal whatevers have just fallen down and broken apart, but some of them are still up. The huts are half there. You can see Melina's corpse on the chair, surrounded Yikes. by the walls of the hut. There was other corpses as well of some of the other performers that worked for the circus that we didn't get to see. And some people, some of the audience, sadly fell unconscious from the smoke and then got burnt to death. Luckily, a lot Shoot. of people, however, were saved by Zachariah, thankfully. So the, the corpses were not as many as they could have been. Oh, great. I think at this point, truck... Yes. Where are you? What it, What does the area around the circus look like? Uh, a little bit around it, it's nothing. But then after like half a kilometer or like a kilometer away, mm-hmm. the build, l- l- people's houses start. But it's not. Re- it's really uh-huh. not that many. It's it's just a, like it, a village. It's like a is it like town. a forest or is no, it no no it's a like, clearing or no it's not a forest. It's like. It is a clearing, yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like grass on the ground and stuff. Yeah, imagine just like an amusement park in a town, and then around it, it's like. Oh, okay, not a so lot it's of... like the just developed area, just kind of like gravel and it's and concrete. Ground. It's not like asphalt okay. or whatever. Dirt. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out because uh, I was imagine I for some reason I was imagining like gravel and I was like um, basically gravel what I'm saying is like... it's it's not it's okay. just. Dry ground. I think Truck ran until he found, like, a slope. You know, like, because you want to, you know, like, get away from the smoke. So he would, like, want to find somewhere where where I'm, I can, where I can be pretty sure that the smoke and the embers isn't going to get me or any of my precious documents. Right. So he would, like, run until he found, like, a small, like, either a hill or something to get, ba- get around. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he would have just, like, sat down and just, like, panic-breathed for a while, I imagine. And just, like, be like, okay, go through all of the documents. Make sure everything is there. Try to put it back in some kind of order. Make sure that, like, nothing important got left behind. And I don't think he moves from there until the sounds from the circus burning, like, the screams and stuff, completely quiet. I don't think he would dare move until then. So it's probably gonna be a while. As in you wouldn't come back until the next day, or? No, I think, like, once Carmina starts putting out the fire, and, like, people start to, like, when it starts to die down, I imagine that would be quite easily audible, because, like, no one is screaming for the life anymore, and, like, the the roar of the fire burning isn't as loud, so I imagine maybe he would come out then. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, tuck as many of the papers and stuff, like, inside of his coat as he possibly can and just, like, approach. Let me know if you think your character would be doing something else, but I think towards the end of the day, uh, this is, like, two hours after the fire was completely put out, Mm -hmm. people are just sort of sitting around what was the tent. A lot of the other workers or just some regulars of of the circus, they're just sort of sitting around and... Blessed be your call, will say. I loved this place. What am I gonna do now? I. This was my life. Who the hell is gonna make another circus? I can't. Do you guys have a plan of what you're gonna do now? Uh, just to be clear, all of us are here? Or... I think you would be coming back at this point. Who else is there? It's Adrian, Zachariah, Carmina, the monkey. And just some other random 
NPCs, like uh, regulars that are the audience or like other performers okay, that we didn't. Got it. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about talking to Milena, but I have literally no reason to do so. Isn't she dead? Yeah, my whole thing is I enter the grave. Oh, I can see yeah. recently departed souls, though. Forgot about that. Maybe you could just go up to her and be like, hi, sorry. Uh, sorry you're sorry dead. Sorry it had to be this way, dog. <laughs> well, Carmina's probably, she's just like sitting down with her ledger where she like bookkeeps earnings and stuff and like thinks for a bit and asks, well, do we have any money to rebuild? Only the money that you would have made. I'm pretty sure Melina's office burnt down and probably all of the money that she had. And I don't know how much the money was anyway. We don't really charge that much for the tickets and, well, you see the state of the place. This is B speaking, by the way. Well, Carl, you're right, it's not that much, but I have my ways with getting deals done. Perhaps we can't... Stay here, though. I think that... I do not want to stay here. This place is just... Every day, I'll be coming to work. I I don't think I can handle working in the same place that this happened to. (sighs) Every day, I'd be scared that it would happen again, or at the very least, I'd just be constantly reminded of it. I'm sorry, anyone who wants to... He doesn't want to move, but... Yeah, you have my thoughts and prayers. But um, I think this is an opportunity. We can reach others that have, would have never been able to get here. I think it's a, at uh, this point, probably, that, like, truck enters... Like, comes stumbling up, and it's just like, Oh my god, it's all gone. And he just takes, like, a second to mourn all of the scaffolding that he's laboriously built over two years. That's all fucking melted into nothing. I want to continue the circus. I'm not gonna stay here. I- I'm I'm not gonna let this just end. I love what we do, and I love our team. And you know, we don't have money to pay anyone, but you know, if we with time, with maybe it'll we'll handle it. I mean, <laughs> Carmina, as much as your business is really weird, and I don't know how I feel about you selling plushies. Extremely realistic plushies of my 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 monkey flower. I should probably refer to it as flower, not my monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as it's kind of uncomfortable, it it definitely makes the money. And Sakurai, you're like one of the most impressive performers I've ever met. And truck. Before you came, people didn't even see half of the acts. It was really dark. I don't know why we did it in the evenings, honestly. <laughs> Neither do I. Also, Chuck like, just goes into a rant, and then two seconds afterwards, he's like, oh, this is not the moment. And then he just, like, I think he shuts up and do a, does a very awkward finger guns. <laughs> so you're think you want to do this again? Kind of. You want to... Milena was always really scared of going deeper. And I don't want to either. I'm not doing that. It's not that but bad. I mean... No, it's pretty bad. Uh, okay. I, I am also not super keen on going deeper. Whatever. Mm. It would be a good place to get payment. I mean, we're going to need a new tent for starters. And, uh... I mean, well, I, yeah. you know, we could just sort of travel around for some time. I know some people some somewhere in tier two. Maybe we could, like, try to... 
eventually settle down in their in their in the, in the, in the in that haven. But until then, I think we could just sort of go around the place and just perform wherever. So you want to be like street performers? Yeah. We don't have a lot of options. As long as I don't have to build the entire fucking scene out of wax. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that again, actually. Yeah, please, no. Please, let's not. At least have some sort of fire safety. Or, like, not fire encouragement. <laughs> well, my my wax scaffolding was very effective. Just flammable. It would have been even more effective if it hadn't been made of wax. At this point, Zachariah gets up and is like starts like cleaning um, Adrian off because I imagine there's like soot and ash on her. Adrian has been really quiet this whole time and has just sort of been looking down and very sad, not making eye contact with anybody. So Zachariah comes over there and starts tending to any of her wounds or anything, even mm. if they're like minor. No, it's fine. It's fine. Zach, Zach it's fine. I, I'm fine. I, Stop. I know you're fine. I, okay. It's, sorry. God damn it. Sorry. No, don't. You don't need to apologize. It's, it's all right. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, Adrian, are you okay? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, blessed be your call. I'm fine. Thank you. I mean, you know, if you want to also join the traveling circus... You are free to do so. I'm going with you, wherever you go. Adrian's gonna stay quiet, but they'll just give the slightest nod to you. Mm -hmm. as to As if to say, like, yeah, it's fine, I'll come with. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna, like, slightly try to smoothly pull out one of my many, many maps of the area from my pockets, uh, which I imagine, like, five other pieces of paper uh, also fall out and I have to go pick them back up. But I, I would like to lay out, like, a hand-drawn map of the area around us. And I have a question for you, Joe. Mm -hmm. Are there any vermission stations slash lines in the vicinity? Or, like, in t within traveling distance from where we are? Not a day's travel, but yes. Not, like, during the day's travel, but yes, absolutely. I imagine that the vermission lines are, like, drawn in a specific, like, kind of on the map. Like, you can clearly see where they are, and... I'm gonna just put the map down, uh, and so everyone can see it, and I'm just gonna start like, okay, so, if we're gonna be traveling circus, or traveling performers, we're gonna need to travel. Now, might I humbly suggest that we use the outcard spaces for the Vermission line that never got finished. They're spacious, they go almost anywhere, and, I mean, this is not really anything to do with the circus, but I would really appreciate the opportunity to get to look at them a bit like i haven't are they haven't been to one in a while and they're really cool and i just need to map them are, are you sh they're really dangerous to travel through aren't they yeah no yes no i mean it's fine i mean they're not they're not not dangerous but they're also not i mean we're on tier one what's the worst thing that could happen right uh, okay all right they're spacious uh... and they're they're they they would be great for this, just for traveling. Besides, through, or you want to do the acts in the stations? Mm, no, I don't think people will live there, but I think we can use them. Okay, good. You know, you know, you know that I'm like a cartographer, right? And I, I would just really yes, like. Yes, I've to... heard plenty of about that. Yes. Yes, and I would just really like to know where they go. I wanna, I want to, I wanna just see them and and map them and be sure 
of that they lead places because like I'm pretty sure that they lead places, but also like the um the literature on this and Truck will bring out uh, a book from another pocket and he'll just open it and he'll just be like, the literature on this is really divisive and I really just want a good chance to be able to see. Okay, for okay, myself. okay, okay. Listen, I'm sure we'll be able to do that. I just it, today has been a lot. I sorry, <laughs> I okay. shouldn't yell. That's impolite. Um, <clears throat> listen, I I'm sure we'll be able to do that. This is not. I'm not. I'm not the new Milena. Like I'm not your leader. I'm not the boss here. We're still a team. Okay, I have um, one more thing I want to say. I want someone who isn't Milena to be in charge of the budget. Please. I don't think she could be in charge of the budget. She's dead. She is. Yes. Couldn't get to her. Oh. oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that you didn't know yet. I is, is didn't mean anyone to. anyone else? I'll take care of the budgets. Don't worry, darling. Also, when Truck asks if anyone else died, there will be some silent nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, thank you, Carmina. Uh, I, I will not I will not respond to you. I'm too busy freaking out over the fact that people died. <laughs> I think... Bless will just say, this is everyone that's left of the team. Oh, um, that's a little bit lighter travel than I had originally imagined, but it'll be fine, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, it'll it'll be fine. This is, we can still do this. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to travel now, or do you want to- I I want to help some people first. I think let's just sleep the night. We'll say, and that's Adrian. I should have, mm-hmm. should have used a slightly different voice. Should I put on an accent for Adrian? Sure, if you want to. Adrian will chime in and say, "I think we should probably sleep the night. I don't think we're all ready to just go on the road right now." No, I don't think we are. I think we should make sure everyone gets the um, recuperation they need. Then we'll be ready to make a decision. By the way. Carbina, you said you have your own place, but Zack, Truck, and Adrian, do you think you would be like roommates or something? Oh my god, they were roommates. Oh my god, they uh, were No, roommates. I in 100% sleep, uh, slept in my um, workspace in the tent. A hundred percent. I just had like a cot and like a blanket that I just kicked to the side during the daytime. I think it's realistic for Zachariah to be roommates with Adrian and Blessed Beer Call. No, Blessed Beer Call lives on their own. Then probably roommates with Adrian and a couple other performers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that most of the performers just sort of were roommates in like one thing. Technically has a bed there, but they like he hasn't slept in it forever. <laughs> so someone else just uses it as a desk or like, something. Why is he paying rent? <laughs> like, yeah, yes, I love that. I I think before everyone goes to bed, Zachariah will first go to the people who are like mourning those who have passed in the fire and ask if they want to deliver any final messages. I was imagining that during those two hours after the fire was fully set out that they people would have been doing that and they would have been mm-hmm. like make like what's it called a mirror mirror no i'm like when someone passes memorial. and they put a picture and then some flowers yeah. around memorial um, yeah small memorial with just trinkets and such for everyone who's passed uh-huh. i meant to describe describe this earlier but i i'm asking people who knew those who passed if they want messages and then once i have messages from everyone i'm probably gonna um shift into the gray and see all those souls that just died in the fire Mm -hmm. 
and I technically have to roll for that. So let's do that. I rolled a five and a one. Jesus fucking Christ, Dylan. <laughs> that is not a success. So nope, and it's stress. That's four stress. So is that five overall? Yes, and it's a to what track? I think the stakes are mind, and I rolled a four on the fallout. So I get a minor mind you fallout. Get a minor mind fallout. First fallout. First fallout. <laughs> okay, so while there are no player characters around you right now, I think what I want the most right now is collateral magic. Which is, oh. your panicked mind breaks for a second and reforms in an arcane pattern. Down here, the old magics of blood and bone work better than they do on the surface. You immediately cast Etheric Scourge on a nearby ally, but mark no stress for doing so. And the only nearby ally is Adrian. No! So I think this would probably work how bonds work with, like, the stresses. Okay, so a d6 stress. <sighs> I rolled a four. So it's literally the exact transfer. Bonds are essentially just connections you have to either people or places, and they are ways other than haunts and such to get rid of stress or fallouts. Usually it's mind stress, but it can be other things as well, and that's how I'm going to handle it. So because Adrian got transferred for stress, I will roll the fallout roll dice. I got an 8, so luckily Adrian doesn't get thing i think once that happens uh zachariah immediately runs over and gives adrian a big hug and like checks her over and is like are you okay oh, oh my god my I'm hair's so on fire uh, put it out i i make sure it's out okay yeah uh unfortunately her eyebrows are gone but most of no! she still has some hair <laughs> it's all right no it. you're it's already a- hurting me it's a look <laughs> there's nothing wrong with no she just has to draw them in now. <laughs> or she can just yeah. work that look. It's cool. True. Eyebrows grow up fast anyway. Anyway. What was that? What are you doing? I I was trying to enter the gray to deliver messages. Oh, it didn't it, work. It didn't to... go right. Okay, let's just sleep because I'm done with fire for today, okay? They won't be there tomorrow. They'll have moved on, probably. You want to try again? Yeah, it's important to me. Okay, but I'm gonna go to the next room. <laughs> That's fair. I I give her a good hug and then send her away. <laughs> uh, stay safe, I guess. I will. Thank you. So please, Dylan, roll once more. Okay, I rolled a nine and a two. Thank God. <laughs> so, what does this look like? So, let's actually get to the description of the gray since we're using it as specifically intended, which is to see dead people. Between the lands of the living and the lands of the dead, the gray persists, a pale and shadowy replication of the real world. The gray is a catch-all purgatory for the souls of the recently departed. They traipse back and forth in a poor imitation of their routines when they were alive, or huddle scared and shivering in the ephemeral doorways once the reality of their death sets in. There are no gods here, no power blocks, no flora or fauna other than the pallid remains of the living. And even they are only here temporarily. On occasion, dead walkers or other travelers with the knack of stepping sideways use the gray as a means of circumventing obstacles in the material realm. A well-guarded outpost becomes an abandoned, tumble-down tower and can easily be walked past without incident. The gray is something of a hub location for act- afterlives. It is theorized that each one can be accessed through some esoteric route within this liminal realm. 
It is only within the boundaries of the heart, where the walls between the worlds are thin and permeable, that the living can hope to enter the lands of the dead and return intact. When you go into the gray, I think it's not, at least in this case, it's not like just an area and then you see the dead people just sitting around or whatever. I think you need to think about a person for you to see them, okay. for you to like find them. And if you just walk a little bit, you'll see them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So first I focus on all the people that had messages to deliver. To deliver. And so I kind of just wander around the circus area looking for them. And then I think at the end, I focus on finding Milena and try and walk around and look for her. I think you'll just find her sit sitting at like next to a tree, playing around with her cane. I go and sit next to her. Did you die too? <laughs> no, I can't believe I haven't taken you here. This is where I go in my act. I can't believe I never asked. <laughs> How's it going? We're a little lost. We're not sure what we're gonna do. Yeah, I don't either. Well, I know what you're gonna do, but we're probably going to just wander. We're gonna try and find payment to open the circus up again. We're gonna rebuild it, huh? Yeah. It's pretty important to uh, most of us, I think. Then Zachariah turns and looks directly at Melina and says, Thank you. I'm just glad someone's continuing my legacy. I, <laughs> it really did mean a lot to me. I don't, I don't think I, it's nice to know that it's not going just to, to just to end. I can't imagine this fading into obscurity. Just make sure, whatever you do. Make sure you're doing good. Hmm. That's the goal, isn't it? I hope so. I think at this point you'll see, since it is like towards the end of the day, or sunrise, I don't know, I think you'll start seeing her fade away, slowly. I'll see you again. She's gone. She doesn't reply to that. Okay. And then I leave the gray. Rio, do you let your messenger associate know about... The new plans tonight, or do you wait until next morning? I think Carmina informs informs him as soon as possible. Right. Well, that's good, because the next morning, yeah. if uh, you go to them or they come to you... I think... Well, Carmina would have told them the night before, and then in the morning she like just expects them to go to her. They'll come to you, and they'll say, I had contact this night with Sir Owen. Right. It is a bit tricky... Since we won't know where exactly you are, but you've been doing fine so far. So, he allows you to join the traveling circus. But you need to regularly tell us your location. Right. You know where we are, and you're going to need to send us messages. Letting us know where you are. I understand. Right then, I'm gonna go now. Right. Take care, sweetheart. I'm gonna quit. I swear to God, Carmina, I am going to quit. <laughs> this is harassment. Oh, uh, no. See, that would be me doing a bad thing, and I don't do those. Right. Okay, sure. Just make a lot of money, okay? That's all that matters. Bye. Bye. And on that wonderful note, I think, is where we're gonna end this episode Whoa. of Echoes of the Under... Fucking <laughs> Of Echoes of the Undercity Encore. Damn, wow. it's like Carmina said goodbye to the audience. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you 
so much for listening to this episode. I honestly have no clue how long it's going to turn out because we're going to record for a while. But it might be long, but also it might be just the regular length. Who knows? We talk, we ramble a lot. Please, if you liked the episode, if you're new to it or old to it, if you enjoyed it regardless, you can check us out on the social medias, which is Twitter and Instagram, with, uh, which are Echoes OTU, at Echoes OTU, if you want to be precise. You can also leave a review. Precise. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or other things, but preferably Apple Podcasts, because that helps us spread the podcast more. That helps other people see it and dis- discover it better. Yeah. Another way to support us is through Patreon, which is a way, uh, the, the best way to support us, really. Just kidding. There's a lot of tears on it. There's a lot of good rewards on it. I think so. And because, psst, psst, uh, hint, 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 the arc ended, <gasps> because the first arc ended, where we uploaded a bunch of all the DM notes and all of the art that was posted on social media, the... HD versions, I don't know, to the <laughs> Patreon. The, the JPEGs, okay, let's the not get JPEGs, too crazy. The JPEGs, <laughs> the, the good shit, the real the stuff. The good shit, yeah. Well, I mean, Twitter did massacre my art, so if you want to see it unmassacred, you can go there. Yes. Twitter really do be like that. <laughs> Finally, you can just tell a friend. Telling a friend does a lot. It, it, it is, it's how we got most of our listeners, probably, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yep. By telling our friends yes. and pestering them yes. into listening. Yes. No, no, but it, it really does help it a lot. And it so means much. a lot. Also, it's nice to get support. Yes. And to know that you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Every little comment we get, every time someone replies to a stupid tweet of mine, it is the best thing ever. Unless it's like a mean comment, which doesn't happen, but if that and happens. And then fuck you. Yeah, in that case, don't do that. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.